All right, here we go. Uh, Tyler Evans, this is the Entrepreneurial Odyssey podcast. I'm Rob Ratliff, the host. And this is a podcast where we talk to various entrepreneurs about their businesses and the entrepreneurial odyssey, their path, what they've done well, what they think they could do better, what they've learned, things like that. So those are the things we're going to talk about. And today, again, like same with Tyler Evans, who owns Evans Bookkeeping. Welcome, Tyler. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. I think it's so important that uh, small businesses like yourself have a voice and a way to talk about what they do and why they do it and things like that. So that's part of this, uh, the reason that we're doing these podcasts. Once we finish the podcast, I like to put it up on different Facebook groups, especially the uh, Connect Utah, which is kind of where I found you, was uh, yep. in the Connect Utah group. So I think there's some really uh, great people on that group and... I wanted to share your story with them. So let's start just a little bit about um, who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like you mentioned before, I own Evans Bookkeeping, which is my bookkeeping business. Um, I've been in business for about a year here in July, which is crazy. Time really has flown. Uh, but I originally started the, the business is because I was at a full-time job, which wasn't my favorite. Um, it just wasn't very fulfilling. Uh, there was a lot of light work and uh, the expectations were kind of like very high, but um, it wasn't very fulfilling job. And also like the, the pay wasn't great too. Uh, me and my wife, we lived in Logan for uh, several years and um, up there the standard living is not quite as high so we're able to get a more low paying job. But then I came uh, over in Utah County, which is where me and my wife lived for a few years and uh, the standard living is definitely higher. So, mm -hmm. um, the, the current job that I had wasn't, uh, cutting it for lack of a better term. So, uh, I decided to look at other different opportunities and bookkeeping kind of stuck up on me. Um, yeah. I found a great mentor, which is now a great friend and he just taught me everything I know. And after that, I made a business, got a few clients and now here I am a year later, still operating my business. It's been a great journey. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, I, I wonder how many entrepreneurs out there were just kind of something was thrown at them and they said, okay, yeah, I could do that. Versus how many entrepreneurs are wake up in the morning and say, I want to be a bookkeeper and this is what I want to do. <laughs> this is my passion. You know, Maybe not that one. <laughs> not often <laughs> not, anyway. It wasn't, yeah. So I wonder, because uh, I have talked to some other people on different podcasts and we do talk about, you know, what is the passion compared to what are some of the things that they do. So uh, tell us a little bit about maybe some of the things that you are passionate about versus like just some of the things that the, the bookkeeping world. Uh, for bookkeeping, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a passion. It's more of like the, the results that I'm passionate about. Uh, mm -hmm. For bookkeeping, I'm really good with puzzles, really good with details. So in a way, I certainly enjoy uh, doing bookkeeping. You know, But a lot of what I enjoy doing, what I really get fulfilled doing is helping business owners. Uh, you'd be surprised how many business owners have no idea how much they make, uh, what's in their bank, um, how much expenses they have per month. So even something as simple as tracking income and expenses is instrumentally helpful to business owners. Uh, so a lot of what gives me fulfillment is just helping those business owners, you know, cleaning up their books, doing general bookkeeping, doing all those things that make their business um, runnable. 
And so that's mm-hmm. something that's really passionate for me. Uh, not necessarily, I, I don't think I would, would say that I'm very passionate about bookkeeping. I think about numbers all the time. Can't wait to hit the books, you know, <laughs> but more of the, the results, you know, the, the good that I can do with my job of something that I'm good at, mind you, um, is mm-hmm. really fulfilling for me. Yeah, that's fantastic. So are you married, have kids? I mean, what are some of the other things that drive you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm married. I've been been with my wife for about seven years here in December. Um, And I have two boys, a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and they are a handful. (laughs) Yes, they are. uh, But I love them. They're they're both awesome, awesome little boys. That's awesome. So how much much of what you do is for them? I would say uh, maybe 80%, 20% for me. Um, a big reason that I want to be on entrepreneur is because I want the, the freedom of time that comes with it. Uh, being able to own my business, I'm able to uh, go out and do things whenever I feel like I need to do them. You know, I'm a big into networking. I go to networking events mm-hmm. every week, uh, do one-on-ones with people, which is something I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's the, the big portion of me... Um, Sorry, I'm getting a call. I'll have to edit that out too. Um, what was I saying? So you're talking about um, that you like the networking and you like some of those events. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I would say that 80% is for my wife and my children because I love the freedom of time. Um, mm-hmm. I can choose my own schedule, which I usually try to keep from, you know, eight a regular eight to five schedule just so i can be with my family uh but also just the other 20 percent is just for me as well i love the freedom i love being able to to do what i want when i want to you know obviously that comes with the uncertainty of a steady paycheck you know that's always something that's a little scary but um, my family is definitely a big part of what i do what is your um plan five years from now, 10 years, are you going to grow into a big organization, have employees? Like, have you thought about that? I've thought about that a little bit. It all depends on the the amount of growth. Uh, Mm -hmm. At at one point, I would love to have the opportunity to grow my business, uh, have some employees, and um, just focus on networking and talking with uh, clients, taking them out to lunch, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the, the the part that I really enjoy is just getting to know people, getting to know other business owners, networking, one-on-ones. Uh, that's something that I love the most about what I do. Uh, but be able to do that like full-time would be great. So mm-hmm. I think that's a, a goal down the line. Uh, but right now we're just focused on growth. Would you say you're more extroverted or introverted? Um, I am a introvert with extroverted tendencies. <laughs> okay. Um, there is several points in my life, you know, up until this point, um, where I would not really want to talk much to people. Even now I kind of have in certain situations, I have uh, situations where I just don't want to talk or socialize. Um, but being an entrepreneur and also doing not a networking events, I kind of have to break that mold. Um, yeah, but yeah. once I did, you know, once I really put myself out there, I kind of realized that I do enjoy talking to people in an mm-hmm. extrovert, but you know, I, like any introvert, I, I get, uh, exhausted at a certain point in time. I have to go recharge mm-hmm. by myself, that type mm-hmm. of thing. But, yeah. um, it's pretty, it's, it's amazed me how far I've come, uh, in yeah. terms of, you know, getting to know people and getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about getting to know about other people? I just thinking find opportunities to, to help them. 
Uh, one thing I really love doing is just passing referrals to my network. Um, I love taking pictures with them and posting that on my LinkedIn and social media. Uh, just mm -hmm. telling other people, hey, I met this guy. He's great. He owns this business. If you have know of anyone who needs that uh, particular service or if you need a particular service, reach out to them. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something I love. I love uh, helping other people, and that's something that really motivates me. Oh, that's awesome. Have you, uh, let's see, in the last, say, year when you were, well, you've been in business for yourself, you said, for about a year. Is that true? When did you quit Correct. your other job? A year ago? Uh, it was probably a few months ago. Okay. So you yeah. had the business was, for a year, but you also had the job during Right. That it was somewhat recent. Okay. Um, I would work on my business uh, after hours or before work and whatnot, uh, building that out on the side. And eventually I decided just to to take the leap of faith and just go for it. Yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, I own a marketing agency and we do, I did the same kind of thing. I, you know, I try to do it on my own and it's really difficult to do it by yourself. So the fact oh, yeah. that you were kind of able to grow this is pretty good. I actually ended up getting a partner, a business partner, and uh, she had called me and said, if I build this to a point where you can step away from your job, would you go into business with me? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. I'll teach you what I know and you go get some clients. And here I am today, so I was able to, you know, quit my nine to five. But it was a real, I just remember that time when I was struggling between nine to five on my own, nine to five on mm. my own, nine to five. Oh, gosh, it was a headache. And probably for two, three months, I just muddled over this in my mind and I could not make the move, that determination that I'm just going to do this. What mm. was it like for you during that time, during that process? It was very difficult at times. I felt like when I first started that moment was, or that thought was always on my mind, you know, mm -hmm. trying to find the right way to, or the right time rather to, to step away. Um, I don't think mm -hmm. there's ever a, um, technically a right time. Um, I felt like there's always risks involved no matter when you do that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, for me, it was time, uh, for me, it was time mm -hmm. to, to move on and I'm glad I took the risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, uh, what was that deciding factor? When did you say, can you remember that time, that moment when you said, you know what, I am going to do this. I, I'm not going to do the job anymore. I'm going to go on my own. I'm, I'm putting in my two weeks. What was that moment like? When was that? Walk us through that a little bit. I think for me, I think the moment when came when I was growing to a certain point where mm -hmm. it was kind of stressful on my mental health, uh, mm -hmm. trying to balance both things. You know, trying to do full time regular job, but then also trying to balance my uh, my bookkeeping business, and it was just not a good situation for me, not mentally. You know, uh, at, the, at the point where I just couldn't go forward with my bookkeeping business any further unless I cut ties with this job. Um, so it was really just a matter of circumstance and just also a leap of faith for me. Yeah, it's so interesting because for me, it was the same exact thing. It just, it was like, I've, I've got the secure check, but it just got to a point where I just realized I can't do both anymore. And I realized that the potential in the job was maybe get a raise, you know, a couple thousand a year or something like that if I was really good. But being an entrepreneur and, you know, being in business for myself, marketing, all I need is a couple of clients and that could replace, you know, my paycheck at the job. For me, I remember it was, uh, I don't think I really realized that I was quitting until I was talking to my my boss and I was saying, you know, and, and he was aware that I had my own marketing agency because he was, you know, I was 
working for his company uh, or the company that he worked in doing marketing. <laughs> so it was mm -hmm. like, and I, and he knew when he hired me that I had a marketing agency on my own. So it wasn't necessarily a surprise to him, but it was a surprise mm -hmm. to me because I was sitting in his office and I just said, you know, I think it's time that I wean you guys off of me. And, you know, I'm thinking, but I don't want to go right away. I don't mind putting another month or so when, you know, like I can stick around, make sure you have someone that can do what I do mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And he just said, you know, uh, if we can do that, you can pick a day. It could be a month from now. It can be two weeks from now and whatever you want to do. And we'll make it work. If we need you for something, we can always call you and, you know, pay you to come in and do something on the site or something like that if we need to. And I just remember saying, okay, let's, let's do two weeks then. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I just thought, why did I just do two weeks? Like I was ready to go. I just put and I just said two weeks from now, I'm going to be done. It was a shock to me as it was to, to anybody, you mm -hmm. know, that I was actually, actually doing this. So what was it like for you in that moment? Were you like going in prepared, knowing I'm going to do this and this is what's going to happen? Or was it, hey, let's try this on, see what we think? Or were you way more determined? You were just like, this is it. I'm stopping. I'm going on my own. I'm not going to do I think before I cut ties, like, I was ready for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I was constantly thinking about moving on to my bookkeeping business. And uh, it's really something that I wanted to do. And I just think one day it just came to me that I didn't want to be there anymore and that I wanted to go out on my own. And after mm -hmm. that, it was, I'm pretty, I'm, I would say I'm pretty stubborn. Like uh, my mm -hmm. wife says, it's always hard for her to uh, dissuade me from something that I set my mind to, which is a good and mm -hmm. bad thing, you know, mm -hmm. sure. but uh, in this case, I think it was a, a good thing when I just yeah. knew that I wanted to be done. And when that moment came, I, I embraced it. You know, obviously the back of my mind, like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with my family? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm confident that I can make this work. But, you know, can I, you know, that's always mm -hmm. in the back of my mind. And still, you know, I feel like it's always a uh, constant thing for entrepreneurs that um, it's always constant worry. It's always a constant fear. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, when you have that success, when you have that ability to uh, make whatever you want to make out of your business, I think all those good things definitely counteract those those worries and those negative parts of it. And it's been worth it for me. I, oh, I, you know, I think it's just incredible. And that moment when you step out of that security into that unknown, but now you've got more flexible time, the time is mm -hmm. yours, you know. And I've talked about this in other podcasts too. You don't necessarily have more free time, but you do have more flexible time. So you get Definitely. to at least kind of call the shots on that. But, uh, you know, I do, if you were to kind of look at the situation moving past the job into uh, doing these things on your own, what advice would you give someone who's sitting on the fence right now saying, should I quit my job and do this full time? Should I not? What advice do you think you could give that individual? I would feel like that's a hard question to, to answer because every situation is unique. Um, logic would dictate that you don't want to quit your job unless you have the amount of money that you need to replace your old job. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like that's good for a lot of people. But for those who are really just ready to to go out there and to give everything they got into making this work, um, I feel like, you know, having a little bit of money, but not all the money that you ha need to survive in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, taking your family. 
I think that's a good time to just take the leap. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, do a lot of soul searching, a lot of uh, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, at least it was for me, you know, not having all the answers is okay. Mm-hmm. And when we go out and we take that leap of faith, you know, a faith in our family, faith in ourselves, faith in other people that will hopefully help grow our business, then somehow it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it, it doesn't work out, you know, as in the way that you think it might, you know, maybe it takes a little longer, maybe you actually have to get a part-time job or something like that. Uh, I think it's always good to be prepared for those, you know, mm-hmm. but at the very least, when you're out there and you're fulfilling your dream, um, it's good just to take a leap of faith and to yeah. uh, do everything you can to succeed. Well, you know, and I think you alluded to it earlier, and I had the same uh, kind of epiphany with my businesses. I just realized that my business was not going to grow unless I put my full-time energy into it. And I think yes. that's when I just realized I can't do both anymore. I can either A, work nine to five, else or I can do what I need to do to make money for myself but I can't do both I can't right. be at a nine-to-five working for someone else and making them money and also be taking care of my business and, and doing what I need to do there mm. you know so it's kind of an interesting thought definitely I feel like it's almost a disservice for both you and you know the company you work for Um, It's a disservice to you because you're not devoting all your time into making your business work. Uh, And sometimes it can be disservice to your other company. You know, if you Mm -hmm. if your thoughts and your efforts are devoted to making that business work, you know, Mm -hmm. so a lot of times it's often better just to to cut ties. Yeah, it is. Hang on one second. I'm going to put my phone on. Do not disturb. This is going to look really weird. I'll edit this out. (laughs) But I'm just like, I've got this. uh, is the podcast is it a uh video too or is it just the audio um it will be both yep it'll be both video and audio mm. yeah, cool so, uh, let me go back to my other thing sorry i will definitely have to edit this out but yeah i uh, i meant to put it on do not disturb because what happens is when someone calls and it, it comes down it cuts off the feed basically it doesn't cut you mm. off. You continue to be there and talk because the way this app works, it's actually recording you on your side, uh, on your device, and then it'll upload that stream to me. Uh, and and so yours is going to be just fine, but me, it like it cuts me off, and then so we'll edit all that out. I, I had to turn my phone. I had to turn off the or turn on Do Not Disturb sometimes. Yeah, people no are calling me, but we are good to go. We're back at it. Cool. So, Sounds great. You know, um, the other thing that you alluded to, I think, which uh, I don't even know if alluded is the right word, but one of the things that you talked about was that stubbornness, you know. And it's so interesting how many of the entrepreneurs have that drive. I guess you could call it stubbornness, but you could also just call it drive. And one of the things I heard about entrepreneurs years and years ago was they're used to making quick decisions, they're used to working on the fly, because as an entrepreneur, you have to be so nimble and so able to turn on a dime. And so uh, that's just one of the characteristics is that you just set your mind to something and you go for it. And the people who are kind of wishy-washy and not making a decision one way or another, those are the ones who you know can kind of struggle a little bit. So 
would you agree that being an entrepreneur is um, a characteristic of that is having faith, number one, and hope that you can do what it is that you're setting up to do, and number two, a mindset of I'm, you know, I'm going to do this, and no one's going to stop me. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. I felt like there's two main characteristics I found common in entrepreneurs. Uh, the first one, of course, is the stubbornness and the drive. You know, mm -hmm. doing whatever it takes to uh, achieve your goal and achieve your dreams, and uh, that's something that I definitely have. You know, I, mm -hmm. I feel like my wife kind of. Uh, um, she's with me 100%, but sometimes mm -hmm. my, my dreams are, are, uh, or my goals mm -hmm. are further than what we're willing to handle right now. You know, so right, sometimes right. my, my sight is, <laughs> is a lot further than, you know, reality. Uh, but mm -hmm. I feel like that sometimes that's what happens, but I also feel like there's almost a spiritual aspect to mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur. Um, a lot of, uh, business owners that I found are very spiritual in the sense that they mm -hmm. want to self-improve. Mm -hmm. that they'll do anything to improve themselves. They read books, they go on walks, they meditate, mm -hmm. they do all those things to improve themselves. Um, and so I think that's very common with uh, those type of business owners. And I think those are kind of key in order to make your business work. Mm -hmm. No, I've heard the same thing from a lot of people that, um, you know, it's so important that you just take time in the morning to meditate and just envision where you're going to be, see yourself, you know, a year from now, what does that life look like? And I agree that's so important because what I found when I do that is that when I can put myself in a situation and I see myself, I don't know, maybe speaking from stage in front of a big audience about marketing or something like that, then my mind can now start preparing the steps necessary to get there. Where if I don't see that and I'm not seeing that in the future, it's hard to understand how you're going to to get there. Uh, so it's kind of it's just an interesting thing where I think if you don't know where you're headed, then it's going to be impossible. You know, if you can see where you're headed, mm -hmm. then those steps kind of come to light that you need to take in order to get there, right? Right. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about your bookkeeping business. If you, you know, if you could just get on your uh, soapbox for a minute and just kind of talk about why bookkeeping is important and mm -hmm. how it can really be beneficial to business owners, talk a little bit about that. I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. So bookkeeping is important for several reasons. The first part, of course, is it's a lot. Every business owner. Uh, needs to keep track of their expenses, their income, because they need to report that for taxes. Mm -hmm. So every single uh, business owner should either have a bookkeeper or do bookkeeping mm -hmm. themselves and keep track of those things because, you know, they're going to be in big trouble with the law if they don't. Mm -hmm. uh, but another aspect of it is just knowing how to grow your business. Like mm -hmm. on a journey, you can't understand where you're going unless you understand where you've been. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I really like to talk to my clients. It's like, do you know what your income and your expenses are? Do you know what your budget is? Do you know uh, how you're going to uh, do next month in uh, mm -hmm. based on last month's uh, reports? You know, a lot of businesses don't necessarily know that and they're kind of just going blind, which, you know, a lot of times could potentially work. But, you know, having that ability to know where you're going because if you know where you've been, um, is one value that I really provide for my clients and one thing that definitely helps them. Yeah, I mean, if I could put on my marketing hat for a minute, I would say that, you know, when you're in business, you need to be 
investing maybe 10 to 15%, sometimes 20 of your income back into marketing in order to grow if, mm. if you want to be very aggressive in that. And right. if you don't know what your income is exactly and what your yes. expenses are exactly, <laughs> and you know, those guys, then how do you budget for those different things, right? Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it is so important that you know exactly what you're spending, what your income is, what you have left over for you and your for family, sure. pay your bills, right? And then, like you say, the law, you've got to be able to separate the, uh, especially for some of the kind of the asset protection things for like a limited liability company. You know, if your personal income and your business income kind of commingle funds, then you lose some of the asset protection and things like Definitely. that. So, mm -hmm. so it's important to do that. So, no, I, I agree. I think it's uh, very important to do that. Do you have a specific software that you recommend for people? Um, it depends on your needs. Uh, I mostly use QuickBooks Online. Uh, that's mm -hmm. just something I found to be a very robust system that everyone's familiar with. Uh, that's mm -hmm. mostly what I exclusively use. If you're just wanting to do bookkeeping by yourself and you don't really care about how robust the system is or um, you don't need a bookkeeper, um, a Wave is another good uh, example of mm -hmm. a, a accounting software. It's free as well, which is nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's some premium features, but if you're just wanting to do the basic thing uh, with bookkeeping, then uh, Wave was a good way to go. Uh, some people use Excel sheets, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it's good to have at least a little bit of uh, a accounting software. Yeah, I mean, the spreadsheets are good, but you're not going to necessarily generate a really good profit and loss yeah. statement. And, exactly, you know, or a balance sheet or, mm -hmm. you know, you know. but a accounting software like QuickBooks, I think you can, you know, as long as everything's in there correctly, you can mm -hmm. just develop report at any time, mm -hmm. you know, and just know exactly where your where your business stands. Have you, uh, tell us, you don't have to tell us the client's name, but have you met, have you met a client where you're just like, wow, I just saved you so much headache. Have you had someone like that run across? I would say like, so, you know. Yeah, there's always some clients where their personal and their business are mixed and they're just not mm -hmm. sure where they stand. Mm -hmm. uh, but also a lot of a lot of clients, about 50%, I would say, need some sort of bookkeeping cleanup where they're not keeping track of their um, their books the way that they should or they're disorganized or for whatever reason. Uh, so that's mostly a invaluable service I provide is going in and organizing things the right way and then after that doing a monthly bookkeeping engagement and organizing things you know from month to month going in the future yeah. so um, I wouldn't say that there's like a crazy uh, t crazy story for for um, you know a client who needs bookkeeping cleanup or services but just a lot of you know a, a lot of clients in general need that type of service for one reason or another and they just really need to get things cleaned up, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just kind of goes back to our, our foundation here. It's like you need to know income and expenses and where all that's going. If you don't know, you know, mm -hmm. how you're supposed to grow your business. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of think about um, a lot of people who have different uh, subscriptions online, you know, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Um, does everyone know exactly how many subscriptions they have? And if they don't, then, you know, you're losing money. So it's this kind of same principle is you need to know exactly how much you're spending on marketing, on uh, tools, on uh, supplies, and everything else that runs your business. If you don't, how are you supposed to make money and how are you supposed to save money? You right, know, it's exactly. just it's invaluable. Like what I do is extremely simple. Um, anyone can learn it, but it does take time. It does take effort. But it's an extremely invaluable service that I provide to, to clients. It's just helping them know what they're, how their business is doing, where they're at. 
Yeah, and it's definitely not one of those things where you do it once and it's done. I mean, you have no, to continue to keep things <laughs> yeah, on track and uh, accounted for. Yeah. For sure. It's kind of like yeah. ads with your business or uh, marketing, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't just do one and done and then you're good for the rest of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you have to kind of keep it keep it going in order to be effective. This consistency is the key. Well, you, you talked a little bit about your uh, mentor, that you had a mentor that helped you, kind of taught you the books, I guess. Is that mm-hmm. a good word for it? I uh, taught you the ropes. Tell me what it's like to have a mentor. How important is it to have a mentor? Should every entrepreneur have a mentor? What are your thoughts on that? I would say a mentor is very important, especially when you're in a particular field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one mentor kind of taught me with bookkeeping. Uh, another one is kind of a friend might mind. He owned his own bookkeeping business, so we kind of collaborate there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just important to know mentorships uh, just because they've made mistakes in your particular field that you don't have to make. Um, right. Sometimes, you know, people in one particular field may be against collaborating or, you know, meeting with other business owners mm-hmm. of that field. Uh, but I don't really want to, to do that. You know, if, uh, for example, I had a one one friend of mine who recently was interested in bookkeeping, you know, I, I put her on a zoom call, kind of taught her a little bit of everything I know, you know, mm-hmm. obviously can't do much an hour for, for teaching, but, sure. uh, taught her just the basic premise of bookkeeping. And I'm mm-hmm. happy to do that because, um, I had a mentor who showed me how to do that. So for me, it's worth it, even though it could create competition in the future, having a mentor is just extremely valuable for, you know, both yourself who you're being mentored but also to other people who you're mentoring as well it's yeah, just I think, yeah i was ahead. gonna say mentors are so so important not even just to teach you but hold you accountable for things definitely yeah and i think they almost become a coach at some point like did you do this did you call that client like you were supposed to did you reach out and um talk to them about this or that you know so no i think uh i think mentorship is so important i think entrepreneurs need to have a mentor someone it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's paid. I mean, it could be just someone that, you know, holds you accountable, you know, for the things you need. But I also feel like it's, you know, it's good sometimes to get out there and, and pay for coaching and things like that, too. Do you offer any kind of courses on bookkeeping for people or have thought about putting something together like that? Um, I've thought about it. Um a lot of what I do is uh, I usually offer a free general bookkeeping um, session. Mm-hmm. Um, I take them and I go on to Zoom and I just show them all about QuickBooks and just exactly what it does for them. So that mm-hmm. stuff I d- definitely don't mind. Uh, I usually charge a extra fee for actual training, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, yeah so sure, uh, I've kind of thought of doing more of a uh, online course for um, teaching business owners how to do their own bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of more in the works. It's just kind of more of a passing thought. But uh, mm-hmm. in the meantime, I always offer training. Yeah, well, we'll definitely look forward to seeing that. Do you have a website right now that you can, that people can go to learn more yeah. about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my website is evansbk.com. Uh, short for Evans Bookkeeping. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that has a little bit about me, just all my services that I offer. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I think that, uh, you know, our, our people who are listening, if you don't understand bookkeeping or you're, or you're fresh into your entrepreneurial business and your business is starting to grow, it's definitely important that you reach out to someone like Tyler and have them show you the ropes and show you how to keep books and what kinds of things are uh, 
are easier than others and what software to use and things. I, I think it's just so, so important. So I, I really hope that people, if they are listening to this and they aren't keeping their books and they haven't talked to a bookkeeper, even if you want to do it yourself, you can do it yourself. But definitely reach out to someone like Tyler and have uh, him show you how to do it properly. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. Do you I have see. any... Uh, so if they go to your website, then they can sign up there for like a free consultation or something? Is that... Yeah, absolutely. Have I, have a, uh, I have a contact form. I also have a uh, phone number as well. We can set up a free consultation to, to go over your books. Um, I give you kind of a... Uh, a price. Uh, one thing that I do different from other bookkeepers is I don't charge hourly. I charge mm -hmm. a monthly flat rate. And that's okay. based on the services that uh, clients use, but also their needs. Um, for, for hourly, I don't really like that business model because I never want a client to come to me or mm -hmm. I'm sorry, to be afraid to come to me because I will charge them extra. Right, you know, right. for that hour, you know, especially if it's a, um, you know, a task that needs to be done. And also, I don't want to, you know, side secret, I don't really want to deal with the, the monthly charging anyway. You know, it's just so yeah, much nicer for yeah. me, but especially for my clients. You know, I don't ever want them to be afraid to reach out to me because they're going to be afraid to be charged more. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, the first thing we could do. But also, if you just want a quick introduction to QuickBooks, introduction to what I do, uh, a free basic training, I definitely always offer that. Always willing to answer questions as well. No, I think that's awesome. I will uh, make sure that we have a link to your website in the podcast uh, and then probably also in like the Facebook post and things as we put these out online for other people to look at. So awesome. I think it would be good if uh, we could have people come and learn more about that from you. Uh, it sounds like you're on your way that you've, you know, you've made that leap. I think we've covered a lot about what it takes to, um, become your an entrepreneur, leave your job, what kind of things you can reflect on, how you know when it's time. I mean, for me personally, it, it for and what you have said as well is, it just kind of comes to a point where you can't do both and you know if you want your business to grow, you're going to have to step away from that nine to five. And so I think if people are, are listening and they're in that struggle right now, if you're to the point where you just know you can't do both, either because of the mental capacity or the time capacity or the just the what was the stress you know of it all that you had talked about, I'll then it, right then it is time to really start looking at maybe I should you know think about stepping away and I and I know it's difficult and I'm not telling anyone to go quit their job. This is the fine print, right? Do yeah, not, definitely not. I'm not telling you to go quit your job. But I do feel like uh, there does come a point where you just kind of have to and you have to take that leap of faith. And it's uh, so neat to hear your story and hear about how you did that and how you uh, started your business and what motivates you. And we learned some good things about bookkeeping, too. So I think this has been a really good podcast and I appreciate your time. And uh, just is there anything else that you want to tell, uh, talk to our listeners about before I let you go? Um, I think in just general, um, there's always that, that corny uh, saying, it's like, you got to follow your dreams. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's true. I think so many times you do need to follow your dreams. You need, do need to find something that makes you happy. You know, if a nine to five job isn't making you happy or isn't uh, providing you know, the means to support your family the way you want it to, you know, it's, mm -hmm. maybe it's time to make a change. That's what forced me to think of other options and think of other opportunities. Mm -hmm. And 
I really think everyone needs to keep that in mind, like that you need to follow your dreams. And sometimes those dreams don't involve a nine to five job. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, it's very scary. Uh, I feel like I'm still scared sometimes, but how important it is to, you know, have a job that you are proud of, that you're passionate about, but also you can see your family and provide for Mm -hmm. them. You know, for me, that's like the best thing in the world. And I'm so glad I took that leap of faith. Yeah. And have a better future where you can provide more for your family. Absolutely. Not saying that not not and a nine to five job is not good. There are some, you know, businesses do depend on good employees. So if you're yes, there, they do. And, and for you're sure. That, and uh, and a lot of people are happy in that space, you know, which yeah. is great, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I feel like entrepreneurs are a specific uh, breed of people, mm-hmm. and I feel like you you would know if you are one. You know, right. If you're if yeah. you're a dreamer, if you're not satisfied with the I guess the mundane, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the type of people that really just have to take that leap of faith. Yeah. Good words. Very good, Tyler. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yep. I appreciate your time. All right. I will uh, get this podcast uh, edited and posted and then I'll send you the link and also I'll put it on the uh, Facebook group as well. I will uh, stop recording at this point. <laughs> <laughs>